Well, ladies and gents, unfortunately, we have run out of time, but don't fret. We are going to be posting this next episode back to back so you guys can finish hearing our thoughts on everything from wrestling to Tiger King. We got it all. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are following us on Spotify or at least following us here on Anchor. If you have any messages that you want to send us, please feel free to. Anchor has a voice message section on their app. You can always send us something via our social media. We have a Twitter at down for the count 19 and we have an Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast. You can contact us there. If you have certain topics you want us to discuss, you can contact us via Anchor or our social media. Thank you so much for listening and on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, we'd like to thank you all for being a part of our show and if you ever want to join us, be sure to hit us up and we'll schedule it. Bye. How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Cow, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the podcast. They had a vignette for Dexter Loomis, which I'm surprised they're... I'm not surprised. I think he could be a really big deal because he's so fucking weird. Like, he's just so fucking weird, and people like that now. <laughs> so I think he can actually... I think he could be, like, a sleeper, like a sleeper hit on NXT because he's just so fucking mm-hmm. bizarre. And um, <laughs> I think that's everything. And then... Uh, talking about another never-ending cycle, so Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Ugh, whatever. I'm tired of him. It's really the end that was the best part about that. It's his interjection. He had, the way it was set up, Gargano is cringeworthy. I'm just gonna say it. He's he's not. I thought he was better so you so that wasn't me for some reason I thought he was better on the mic than that did you guys think that too until you saw that yes it's weird it was bad it was bad his voice is just like does not fit his body and I mean he just seems he's just such a he's such a simpy bitch it's just yeah, keep Ooh, hold on, me. my baby. Um, Tahuti, Tahuti made um his debut. That fine oh. black dude. That he's always with um uh, Rhea. He's always with Rhea's cousin or brother. Is that her brother for real? The light. No, but they just who they just. Re- I'm just gonna make them brother and sister. They savor each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry to interrupt you. But go back to what you're talking about.
I forgot. I for, huh? <laughs> Let's just get to the best part. Fucking killer right? cross. Can we just, just? I don't care. I'm sorry, Tiff, but I don't care about this. Can we just get to the last like <laughs> minute of NXT because that made my week. No, night. I was there. <laughs> it's fine. Killer cross had gave he killer cross gave you some a little piece. He trickled you a little breadcrumb. And Nicole and Alexis almost shit themselves. I, <laughs> I was like, I was so I, was, I literally almost turned it off because I think it was about to be 10 or if it was 10. I said, I'm fucking tired of them. I really fucking am. And I was like, and I was like, what is this? And then I was like, and I had to play, I knew it was him. But then I was like, what fucking language? And I knew it was like an Eastern European language, but I couldn't like fucking place it. I don't know how in my right mind I was able to figure out that was Romania. I have no idea how where that surface came from in my mind. But I'm glad I have some type yeah. of intelligence that retains within my brain. Cool. And I was like, that's Romanian. I said, that's probably fucking Scarlet. So, um... In case you people don't know, um, Scarlett Bordeaux is Romanian. Uh, she actually lived there for a few years. Hmm. She lived there until she was cool. about four, about four or five, I believe. She lived there with her grandparents. I believe she was four or five, and then she came back to, and then she went came back to the states. And I was like, because I figured they were going to play, pair them together because the last vignette. So her last like promo shot that she like put out on Instagram, she's like in this latex thing. And she has like, like these base, like these Catwoman gloves. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a peek of them, like a hand motion with them in the last vignette. And I was like, oh, I was like, I feel like they're going to pair her with him. And then, obviously, during the overseeing of all of this, she's the one. She's I. They haven't confirmed it, but I'm pretty sure that that's her because who else? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's so many people from different countries at the performance center, but I'm pretty sure she she's like the only one who knows in Romanian that I'm thinking. Maybe true. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's like who else would they use? I don't think this is right because when I tried to figure out figure it out, it was not coming out, but whatever. But this is... Do I have it? Save? I don't know. This just doesn't sound right to me, but it, this is apparently what it was translated to, but it says only man, only man will win, and if you lose, the weaker man is done. Now you'll see pain. There's a very dangerous man coming. The clock ticks at midnight and the end is near. I don't know if that's right. I think the last line is correct. I don't know about the stuff before that. I don't think that was correct translation, but that's just me. I'm just, hey, I, yeah, I mean, I, you, okay. I'm just, look, I, I'm happy that Cross is, is finally getting, that they're, they're finally moving out of Gargano and Champa and leading into some newer people. I, I like Cross a lot. And I saw, his NLW stuff, and I started looking around on YouTube for some other stuff for Killer Cross, and I just like his persona a lot. Um, I like the way he wrestles, too. I, I, I tend to enjoy the persona part of wrestlers, period. I just like him. 
So I I want to see the story. Like, how are you going to structure this so that it works out for Cross and so that whoever he's going up against, it doesn't make them look like a fool either, but it actually looks like a workable storyline where it's fun to be involved in, to, you know, immerse yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems I just, like he's going to be going up against one of them. I love... Ooh, this man. Fine. Um, I think... <laughs> no, you go ahead, Alexa. No, I just, like, I missed it because, like, I I was watching the ending to AEW, which was pretty cool, Um, and we'll talk about that in a second, but, like, I... I saw the clip, and I was just like, oh, no, like, okay, Daddy Triple H is out there trying to make his, you know, two oldest sons behave and try to get along. I'm just like, oh, God, Hunter, just please end it, end it. And then when they started showing it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because it didn't register, because right now it, he's being shown on MLW, because MLW is pre-taped. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure how long he's going to be in MLW. So I'm like, they're not going to show anything. Like, I'm like, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, no, this can't be cross because he's still being shown on MLW. And, you know, if you're on WWE network or WWE show, that's it. You can't be shown anywhere else. And then the more I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm getting excited. And then they show the end, and I scream so loud, I wake up my kid. And she goes, Mom, what's wrong? I said, nothing, go back to bed. I was, like, so excited. What? (laughs) Well, she's like, Mom, who is it? Who is it? Because it really scared her. She was, like, right awake. I said, Killer Cross is coming to WWE. And she goes, I love him so much. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> like, you know, I she he she because I if y'all missed it last week, I said my my daughter saw Killer Cross for the first time, and it was like love at first sight. Because she goes, "Oh, mom, he's he's very handsome. He's very nice looking. <laughs> he's a nice looking dude." And uh, so she she loves Killer Cross. <laughs> And I'm like, you've only seen him for, like, five minutes. She goes, I love him so much. I'm like, you and Aunt Nicole would love each other. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, when I told her, I said, Killer Cross is coming to, to, this going to be on this soon. She goes, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then it's just like, I I don't know who was more excited, me or my (laughs) five-year-old. Like, that was, like, the only thing I remember happening this week the only thing wrestling wise or TV wise that like generally made me like happy drag race pissed me off last week drag race pissed me off this week um like just I saw that and I'm like it makes me happy and then it's like a recovery from when my five year old said she likes she's in love with Joey Janela, and I'm like, oh, God, no. How do you go, like, no offense to Joey, but how do you go from Killer Cross to Joey Janela? Like, upgrade. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about AEW in a second, but, like, that was, like, the highlight of wrestling for, like, this week. It's just, like, they actually showed it, and they're really putting the 
the machine, as we call it, behind Cross. As they should. As they should. Period. But I know people are, are hiding somewhere on the internet right now, like, waiting to see, like, him and Scarlet fail. And when it's not... And, you know, here's the thing. If if Cross, Cross, is, Cross is one of those guys who built his career up from the bottom, same as Scarlet. They, they, they came from, like, the bottom of the ladder, and they worked their way up. And that's how we know their names before they got into NXT. We, we've seen their indie stuff. We, or we, we tell people, watch their indie stuff, and you'll see why we're so hyped for these two. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the proof is out there. They're good. And, you know, if they only last in NXT for, like, a year and they don't get called up to the main roster, they go, you know, this isn't what we wanted, they could go back to the indies. And guess what? Their paydays won't be affected. Like, they'll just get paid more. Look at all the they, like, look at all the guys now who came from NXT or WWE who don't, who isn't there anymore. And they make more money just on that. From being an ex WWE star than any half the guys on the roster, whether they deserve it or not. And that's the sad. That's the sad facts. True. But that was so hype! Like, oh my god, I was so happy about that. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't understand. Like, this quarantine shit is really starting to get to me. So I'm like, finally, something this week that made me happy. I was so excited about it. Right. So, and we can move on from Killer Cows, but the one thing, and I think I've mentioned this before, or I think I've talked about it in, like, the group chat or something, what I really love about Killer Cross. Um, I'm a very, everyone should know who's been listening, sorry for my yawning, or who have been listening to this podcast for a while, should know that one of the things that I'm very, very hard on and very big about is ring psychology. I'm very, very big about ring psychology and among a few other things. And I think Killer Cross has comp- has comp- has perfected, I cannot fucking speak, has perfected his form of ring psychology. True. And... Uh-huh. And he's just, like, very brutal, and you believe him. I love the whole fucking, I just love the whole gimmick. Like, the whole fucking doomsday thing. Like, he's literally, like, a harbinger of, like, like a very, like, it's like he's an animated, an animated. Like, he's like an anime villain. Like, he's like some fucking harbinger of death. And I, fu- and I love that. He's like a like, fallen angel yeah, it's, like, very cinematic to me, and, like, I love, like, his description of himself on his Twitter, and it's, like, an immortal, it's, like, it is immortal rabbit time god or something, and it's just, like, I just love the whole, and I think he, and I, because he's so understanding of his character and where he is, and that's another reason why I really like Scarlet. She is very, very understanding about her character and her presence and um so and she also has really great ring psychology as well and if especially if you look at a lot of her if especially if you look at her intergender match that she had with um uh fuck face on impact there's a lot of um, fuck on impact you have to be a little bit more god he's the worst just go and fucking maliko what let me look it up i'm ken shamrock no He's just, just, going just he's a fucking dumbass. 
Um, why am I trying to say Eddie Edwards? Eddie Edwards is not bad. Why am I? Who is this? The only one I remember that she had an intergender match was against Glenn, Disco- Glenn Gilbert, Bert, Gil, whatever. Glenn um, Gilberti or Gil- Gilbert Brady or whatever. Yeah, she like whooped his ass, man. Yeah, and also like the psychology she had in it. That's just the one that popped off my head. But she's also, and then also, um, she she stays. She's one of those people. Cross kind of doesn't, but she does. She stays in character when she interviews, which I also find very interesting. I the only time I've never seen, only time I've seen her out of character is when she's speaking to fans. But she remains in character while interviewing. Okay. But she has, like, a very understanding, like, um, she, so, she had this thing with Alicia, um, Alcoop on Impact, and she would basically, like, she would say something real fucked up to her, but then she would say something underlining, underliningly nice. So it's like yeah. a very like hook and sinker and she's like so charming and like charismatic and you know she's saying something to you fucking wild like you know she's insulting you but the way she speaks and the way like her enunciation and how she presents it you just gotta sit there and really think for a minute and you're like this bitch called me a five kind of like how Maurice kinda... was yes like kinda it's like how yeah, Maurice that's... was when she was speaking in okay no, Maurice just yeah. was straight up bitch. Let's just be 100% on that. I fucking love Maurice. I don't give a fuck, though. I well, love Maurice so much. <laughs> well, not in that way, but I mean the way she presented it. Because Maurice did come across like she was trying to be nice, but then she would say something fucked up. And it was very clear what she meant. But she's yeah. saying Scarlett it had a way of manipulating it so it sounds... Like, it's nice, but she's really saying some bullshit. And you're like, wait a minute, this bitch just, this hoe just tried to dog me. Like, wait. It's it's an afterthought thing. See, Maurice was, was like, one of the first ones to do that, like, on the download, because if she was talking shit to you, she would do it in French. And, like, it's real funny, because if you guys have seen our Twitter, I know a little bit of French to get through the day. And I don't remember, it was like, I was like, like out of high school and she was doing like a promo with one of the girls in the back and she was just, you know, she's trying to sound all sweet or whatever. And then she switches in the French and the French and I start busting out laughing and my dad goes, what is it? I go, she just said her ass stank like two day old rancid beef. Like, I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, what she said to one of the girls pretty much translated to, your ass smells, or your butt smells like rancid beef. That she said that to this girl. Then she turned around, she goes, but you're so pretty. I, uh, you know, like, your hair's so nice. You smell like rancid meat. But because she said it in French, it sounded sweeter than than it really was. And I miss bitches who do that. Like, they do the underhanded shady shit. And they're like, but I like your shoes, though. Your shoes are nice. (laughs) Like, in real life, if someone said that to you, you'd knock them the fuck out. Like, let's just be, like, 100% real. 
but like so that's what i appreciate and i think it'd be good because um Scarlett is good in the ring, but she I can see where they would want to have some improvement for her. She does have room for improvement. Um, so I feel like also I think this time was good because while they're waiting for them to be able to use Killer Cross, they're able to fine tune her in ring style. So once they the women's division kind of clears house a little bit, she can also become an in-ring competitor once she can start making her way into in-ring competing too. But I think it's smart to debut her now just with him and she can just be like his manager or whatever what role they're going to use her at or just pair her with him because honestly there isn't for her room for her to be competing right now. Right. Because the women's division is so overloaded so there, there's just no room for her anyways. So I also think that's a smart, that was a smart decision on that end. I just can't wait for her to, like, show up on SmackDown. And, like, because if you think about it, the girls like Mandy and Alexa who are like, oh, I'm the God's given, God's gift bullshit. And, like, goddess this, whatever. Like, she needs to show up and show those bitches how that character is really done. Because she is that bitch like she will tear you down and then she'll smile about it and say i'm sorry but your hair's going nice. lose his fucking mind his brain carmel's his gonna, fucking <laughs> carmel's gonna break he up would, with- wouldn't even know what to do fucking do with himself play uh, i think he knows what to do with himself he did it to carmel yeah, he while does he was know here. what to do with himself it'd be silent and michael cole probably be like the fuck am i just here by myself thank god like, going back to SmackDown real quick, I actually, like, enjoy hearing Michael Cole by himself, because I like mm-hmm. Michael Cole. I really, and, I mean, like, I, was, I've, I know I've said here, like, ah, Corey Graves is a, like, I, you know, I've said that, but it's just, like, I really enjoy Michael Cole, because, like, I like the color commentary and the guy, like, the guys who can do it all, like, Joey Styles from ECW. He, unless it was, like, guest commentator or one of their big pay-per-views, he did everything by himself. And he is still known as one of the best guys on on mic for commentary and all that shit. Because not only could he tell a story, he could call the moves, and he could promote whatever you're selling. And he could do that all in, like, a two-minute span. And then, of course, him screaming, oh, my God, when something crazy happened. I would love to hear Joey Styles and... um. Murano, go at it when, like, something crazy fucking happens on TV. <laughs> like, I think that would be, like, the coolest shit to hear. You just hear Joey uh, Styles screaming, oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> Um, Like, well, seriously. Um, NXT, honestly, I liked how there was just mostly matches. It was good. Um, Did anybody watch All AEW right. or did I just watch AEW? Um, I faded in and out. I faded out of ML of AEW a little bit. Um, I mostly just know about the end where two, two another two old WWE guys are trying to be big stars again in a company that's supposed to build them from the bottom. And uh, mm. Matt Marty. Called- <laughs> 
Jericho a hole of ass, so I'm totally sealing that. Hopefully, Rubby doesn't try to sue me. What? But... <laughs> well, he does. Okay. Did he say a hole of ass? Uh, you know, he's, he's broken Matt again. He's broken Matt Hardy. And um, they do this. Oh, my God, Nicole. Please tell me you – okay. They do this thing where, you know, Jer- Jericho had this pink sequin – I mean, it's so bad. It's so – it's not even bad. I don't even – honestly, I don't even care no more about his – it's just – he's like – and once we talk about Netflix stuff, it's like Joe Exotic. Like, I was looking at him during a whole documentary. I said, he looks a fucking mess, oh, but it Jesus. was worth him. And oh I was like, goodness. you know what? I was like, I'm going to let him go. I just, I, well, this, look, I just, and I was just like, <laughs> and it's like, the, you know, it's like, because well, it was baby, it was baby pink, like baby girl pink when you like, when you have a girl. And I'm like, you know, it looks good. Um, like younger guys or like girls, but you. So anyway, he comes out, he runs his mouth mouth about Matt Hardy. Oh, and no, no. Before that, this is honestly, this is fucking genius. He literally cut a promo with Vanguard 1. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that God. was fucking hilarious. I don't care what no one said. I was crying. I don't know. That was so funny to me. I forgot about the Vanguard 1 uh, thing, because now people are making it like the new lady and the cat meme. Yeah, and then he was yelling at his Roomba in his house like a day later, and I was like, he's, I was like, I didn't think Chris Jericho was going to be the first one of us to start cracking, but, I mean. Thanks. You lost it. Is that pink secret? And this is obviously, it has nothing to do with wrestling. I feel like everyone's going to lose their mind, and I'm very concerned from when we are allowed to be able to get unleashed in the world, because I feel like it's gonna oh, look geez. like Ohio. It's gonna look like an Ohio State game rally. Like shit's gonna be. Well, or when. Yeah. <laughs> or when LeBron like, get won the championship and our whole city went to shit. Yeah, oh I feel God. like people are gonna be like running in the street, like fucking <laughs> rolling kegs down rolling kegs down the middle of the street, yes. like riding horses. Like, people are going to lose their mind. People are just, that's going to fuck up your beard. Yeah, I think people, people are going to be losing their mind. But, yeah, it's going to be, that's what I feel like. It's just going to be fucking insane. People are going to lose their mind. Yeah, they are. They are. I'm just gonna tell you this, um, ladies, gents. I'm gonna go fuck you... outside my house. Oh shit! Like anything, I'm gonna go fuck that. whatever I'm gonna... you classify yourself. Oh. When y'all start going back to the hair salons, because I know y'all are sitting home with the box hair dye and the overplucked eyebrows, and God forbid Cut. you get bangs in your head. Stress bangs. Stress bangs. Be nice to your stylist and tip them good, cause they're yeah. That that eight dollar black hair dye, yeah. The three hundred dollars you're gonna spend to getting your hair fixed, um, you better tip them good, cause. I was seeing girls were shaving their eyebrows too. I said, gee, I said people are losing it. Uh, uh-uh, look, my eyebrows are hmm. but I will never shave them. Mm-hmm. 
Mine were okay. too. My fair. My um eyebrows are too thin for me to um shave. But what were we talking about? Yeah, Chris Jericho's just gonna look a mess. So I just I'm just resigned to it now. I just like. You know, now that he's yelling at his Roomba, I'm going to start looking at mine, like, kind of shady, because it's like the robots are going to be the next thing to try to take us all out. Um, so, like, Matt Hardy shows up, and he's in, he's in the audience, so, like, he's in the chairs or whatever. It's on the hard camera. And he teleports. Now, it's not like the thing they do with the Undertaker where the lights go off, or if it's, like, pre-tape, they could edit it. I don't know what fucking high school intern is working in their graphics department, but apparently that was Tony Khan, from what I heard. This is live TV, and it looks like they're teleporting (laughs) him down the sections, and it looks like some basic, like, elementary school clip art flash animation (laughs) bullshit. Because it, <laughs> it looks like Jericho's not moving. Like, you know, like you can still see with like the air, especially because there's no one there, the air conditioner's on. So you can see like their hair blowing in the breeze or whatever. You can see that now. Jer- Jericho's hair did not move like at all. And it's just this I'm little surprised. clip art. It was just this little clip art, Matt Hardy. <laughs> like, it was so. What? I'm not. No you have, way. You have to watch. You have to go on YouTube. Tony Khan. From what I heard, I heard it was from what I was reading. It was Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Tony Khan apparently was the only person in Gorilla that night. Tony Khan don't need to be doing graphics. He just needs to sit there and count his dad's money. Like. Oh That's not your field. None of this is your field. So. Just give him the cash. <laughs> Don't do just, the cash. It was just so dumb and so stupid. Like, I was laughing my ass off. Like, Jericho's not moving. Like, because, you know, like, they, you know, if they're surprised, they do the step backs or, you know, like the shoulder thing. Jericho didn't move. It was like they had paused live TV to do this flash animation, like mid 1997 flash animation. <laughs> It was so bad. And then he gets in the ring. Matt's crazy again. And, like, he goes off and he's, you know, first he's he's telling Chris, he goes, you know, in the two decades I've known you, you know, you're, you're good at renovating, like, renovating yourself. You, you, you can always do this. And then he called him an asshole. But instead of calling him an asshole, he called him a hole of an ass. <laughs> God, man, what the fuck? Like, I, 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 can't, I can't do more than that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love that. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so stupid. And I'm like, what? Who allowed this? Like, Cody, you're right there on commentary. Because <laughs> you know, him and Tony. Or sitting, it was like, I'm not going to lie, Kenny Omega was pretty good. He's got a good voice for commentary, not going to lie about that. But, like, him, it was like, Tony, Cody, 
and Kenny, I just noticed all three of their names in with a Y on commentary. They're sitting there and you know they're <laughs> seeing this shit on the screens because they have those TVs for a reason instead of looking cool when you pull them out before you slam somebody through the table. And uh, they have them. You know they have to be watching that happen on a screen. And I would just, how are y'all not laughing? Like, that would be, I would have lost my shit. Like, I'd be like, I can't turn my mic off. I, I'm done for the rest of the night. Like, I can't. I'm done. No, no, I can't do it anymore. Just, just leave me here to die kind of thing. It was so bad. I, 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 and then, like, of course, you know, they try to attack him, and Matt's, you know, Cody and Kenny help him. Matt stands tall. I guess because I was laughing so hard, I guess I missed something where Chris mentioned his, mentioned Rebby and his kids. And I was like, okay. So, y'all know I don't like Rebby Hardy. Mm. Uh, But the cheering is innocent. You leave the kids out of it. It's bad enough that they're going to have to grow up with names like Maxel and Wolfgang, and I don't know what they called Hardy Baby Number Three, but like, they name their baby Wolfgang. Yeah, the Maxel yeah. yeah. Wolfgang. That's the oldest one, right? No, the first one is Maxwell, right? Maxel's the oldest Maxel? one. Maxel, M-A-X-E-L. There's no W. Mm. Maxel. People give me, I'm like, if anyone gives me shit for what I named my daughter, I'm gonna say at least I didn't name him fucking Maxwell, Maxwell and Wolfgang. Okay, like Wolfgang is was Wolfgang is real, it's Eastern European, so I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. Which I, I don't I, understand because the Hardys are from fucking North Carolina and <laughs> Mexican. And yeah, isn't Revy from Puerto Rico? She is of. Hispanic descent. There we go. There we go. Don't yeah. like her, but I'm not going to fuck up your ethnicities. That's wrong. Um, Sorry if we got it wrong, Rebby. I know you're going to sue us for something, but don't sue us with that. Yeah, don't sue us for her that. Her son's full um, name is Wolfgang Xander Hardy. Xander or Xander? I, I like Xander. Xander. X-A-N-D-E-R. Xander. Wolfgang Xander Hardy. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> Again, <laughs> ever give me shit about what I named my kid? I'd just be like, look, this is what Matt Hardy named his kid. Mm-mm, leave me out of it. Um, but she, uh, but, you know, don't, first of all, okay, so there's that. We're just going to get that out of the way. Nobody here on this show likes Rebby Hardy. Okay. But at the same time, y'all know about my cheap Pete when it comes to involving wives. And wives are one thing, especially if they're in the wrestling thing, whatever. Yeah. I think Rebby's fair game. But the yeah. kids. Rebby, <laughs> I just don't want to see Rebby on AEW. Like, Cody. Oh, you know she's going to pop up. She's showing up. Her, she's she, showing up, right. Alexa. Um, he honestly, because you know, Rebby is the one who plays the piano for his music. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't understand why she runs her mouth and she's so extremely talented. Why are you cutting up on internet? 
Because she's got nothing else to do until she can be cleared for Hardy Baby number four. There, I said it. Where did he meet her? That's what I want to know. That's what makes me... She's so talented. She's so talented playing piano. I'm like, why don't you do something with that? Bitch, if I was getting, like... If I was had some type of musical, especially something like piano, I'd be, like, contracting other wrestlers and doing um, themes for them and shit like that. Do cut music for horror video games, man. Like, you know, and then, like, apparently she helped him design, like, the broken mat, like, ring attire. I'm like, bitch, we need people to design attire. Everybody's starting to look the same. Like, if you're this good, get your ass out there and do it. I'm just yeah, trying like, to figure so out where he gets it, girl. Like, what is going on? They seem like they're from two different worlds. But anyway. They are from two different worlds. Yeah. Do not bring the kids into it. This is fucking cheap heat. And honestly, I'm pretty sure Matt Hardy is one of the parents that if you talk shit about their kids and he did not okay at first, I'm pretty sure he's going to kill you. Why is he okay, dude? It seemed like he okayed it. I don't, I, I'm sorry, I know I've said this before, and I'm just, I'm just gonna mention it again. I don't, like, if I was a wrestler, and they would be like, hey, we want to involve your family in it. Now, if me and my husband were wrestlers, and he was part of the same promotion, or whatever, I'd be like, well, let me run it past him first, and then we'll get back to you together. Usually, it would probably be okay. But if they said, well, we want your husband and your daughter, I'd be like, no, you're not bringing my kid into this. She's X amount, like, especially if they're under the age of five, and they don't know, like, they know what mom and dad does, but they can't comprehend it all the way, because, you know, kids are very emotional, like, um, Harley knows, what were we watching? We were watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, she knows Groot is not real. Right. Root sacrificed himself. She couldn't yeah. watch the movie. She was crying so bad. She's like, Molly, turn it off! Like, she know. Like, we watched the um, Princess and the Frog. And, like, the little lightning bug. She cried over that. She did not want to watch the rest of the movie. So, you know, there's, like, they understand it's, they're still emotionally developing, you know, because they're learning mm-hmm. about their actions and everything and trying to get it under control. Yeah. I would just be like, look, my husband's fine with it. Do not bring my kids into it. That just no, because they they understand mommy and daddy act on TV and we hit each other with chairs sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> mommy says a couple of words that she doesn't want her to hear, but I don't want, especially because you know, think about it. Say if it's like someone you're friends with, okay, and like they do a heel turn and then they start coming. Well, how do you explain to your five-year-old, well, listen, mommy and daddy, I'm just going to use one of my friend's names. Look, mommy and daddy are still friends with Uncle Jared, but Uncle Jared's a bad guy on TV. They're not going to be able to, you know, if they see, like, the guy who's supposed to be their uncle hit their dad with a chair and then turn around and hit (laughs) their mom with a chair, they're not going to compute that – this is how he is on TV. They're going to be like, this guy hit my mom and dad. You know, like, they're going to be on a pure emotional rampage. And I don't know about you, but an emotional five-year-old is uh, scarier than the Hulk sometimes. I'm not well, I would gonna... imagine they would, they would have a conversation with their kids, though. I know, but still. I, mean, I, mean, I get what you're saying. You're like, it's, it's a difficult position 
to put your yeah. family in. But but Matt, you have to trust to them. Like I, I think that with them being in this business as long as they have, I for them to have their kids as long as they have, I think they have found a way to explain it to them so that they understand it. It's, it's not real. The best way I would explain it the same way we keep reiterating it to other people. It's just like watching a movie. You know, when you watch TV, you know it isn't real, but it affects you emotionally. You're watching, you know, Ray die on the Princess and the Frog. That hurts. Because, you know, he seemed like he's a nice lightning bug, and all of a sudden he gets killed for trying to help. And then you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, group dies. But, but you do understand that that's not real. So I, I, think they, I think they can explain it to their kids so they understand. But I also, I get why you don't like the cheap tea, but now, I, can I can understand Maxwell probably understanding it because they had that whole thing in TNA with the Hardys and the K and Maxwell was actually used to, you know, this is before I knew Rebby Hardy was such a shit eating person. Um, <laughs> they used her, they used Maxwell to get to Rebby. And they, in that way, it was like the emotional domino. You, you affect the kid, you affect the wife, you affect the husband, you affect the brother. Like everyone gets hit. So, and you know, Maxwell, Maxwell was on Impact TV. Like when they did the match at the, they, they had that one show at the Hardy Boys match. He was there. He's a cute little kid. He looks just like Matt. It's ridiculous. Um, was it the same thing with Ray and his um son with um Eddie Guerrero? <laughs> Look, I have been trying to put that match out of my head for like the last twenty years. I don't want to relive it. That is such. That was it. I it's know. A good. It was good though. It I'm was, sorry. It was good. It was a fucking. I have very. That was my mom. So my family, my parent, my mom had very. She was very weird parenting. She was a good parent, but <laughs> she was very. Her parenting was weird about stuff that I was allowed to watch. Um, my mom, my family never censored music. Surprisingly, even though a lot, even though my family's very religious, because everyone was such huge music fans, they felt like music shouldn't be censored. So they always weren't like, I never, so if I wanted, even if I wanted like a rap CD that was like quote unquote explicit content, I would still get it because music is music. Right. So I was never like, I was never sheltered on that aspect because of that. No sexual Um, music in the house. (laughs) Yeah, because they felt like you need to consume music as it is. And I feel like if I ever have children, I'll be the same way because I think that's true. So I feel like music yeah. is so much. I'm not going to – music is art. I'm not going to censor art. Um, right. So anyways, but my mom and she – they didn't – my mom didn't really do it with TV show. There was – with a lot of TV, there was only a few things that I could not watch. I was – so I don't really watch The Simpsons. I've never really watched The Simpsons. Mm, yeah, I, my it, mom. It wasn't my cup of tea. I never, and I don't think it's my cup of tea. I had like Simpsons, but I had like a Simpsons video game for some reason. But I technically wasn't allowed to watch it for a number of years. I do like <laughs> the Treehouse of Horror stuff. That's like the only Simpsons I consume. But mm-hmm. I was not allowed to watch Simpsons. Um, I was not allowed to watch. 
what was it? Was it South? I was allowed, I originally wasn't allowed to watch South Park for at first, but then she let me watch it for some reason because she realized that she was letting me watch Beavis and Butthead and um, Celebrity Deathmatch. No, my mom did the same thing because she walked in on me one night because like South Park was banned in our house for like the long time. But she let us watch The Simpsons, which was like, it used to be like Bart Simpson was like the kid who was like, everyone's going to turn into a juvenile delinquent because of him. She caught, well, I used to sneak watch South Park and she caught me one night and she goes, well, you know what? The more I tell you, you can't watch it. The more you're going to watch it. So you're going to watch it with me. And I thought maybe she thought it was going to be too awkward, but Liking a lot of the episodes. You know what the reasoning was behind it? My mom had a very weird reasoning. So the reason she didn't want me watching Simpsons because she didn't think it was funny and she didn't like it. Literally, that was why my mom wouldn't let me watch it. And I don't know, she watched some episode and it turned her off and she didn't like she didn't like the what they did with the character Abu. Oh. Um, she thought that was very racist, which I'm surprised that someone was able to clock that that early in that point of time. Mm-hmm. But she did not like it, so she would not let me watch it. Um, something was weird. I was allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy, and then I was not allowed to. I love Ren and Stimpy. was very raunchy. Yeah. That was a raunchy-ass cartoon. I used to. I never watched. I never watched South Park until I got to be a teenager. By the time that happened, it was still on Comedy Central, but it was also um, syndicated on Channel Forty Three here in Cleveland. And it would come on at one o'clock in the morning on on Sundays, and it would run like a full on marathon until six o'clock in the morning. So I would just sit up. I remember that. We didn't have cable at the time, so. I would just sit at late at night. It would come on every week, and I would just sit and watch it. And I would watch old episodes of South Park until they started running the new ones. But I never really, I never was like, oh, I have to watch South Park. The only thing my parents ever did to me was they did censor the type of music we listened to because at that time, um, when we were kids, the '90s style music had just started becoming overly sexualized. So my father. You know, he was like, there's only certain music I'll let you listen to. But he still had, we had an extensive music catalog. So he wouldn't let us listen to the original version. We He would buy the radio cuts. So those would be censored. But you find a way to listen to whatever you want to listen to. And then after a while, he lacked on those rules. Anything else, we watched. You know, like, he let us watch Def Comedy Jam. We watched... Um, movies, but if they were like, you know, overly sexualized, if we saw titties or something, he would cover our eyes or whatever. He was just that kind of a parent. My mother was like that too. But as we got older, he let us make our own decisions. We were able to listen to our own music and do our own thing. When it came to TV, we were allowed to watch The Simpsons. Um, we weren't allowed to watch South Park because South Park was 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 out there. I hated Beavis and Butthead, so I can give a shit about. I love Beavis. And I fucking loved Beavis and Butthead. That's that is another. That's another animation hill that I would 
that I will go to bat for too. I think oh, I love I will if we ever do like an episode where we just talk about like stuff like TV revolution roulette, mm-hmm. revolution revolutionized the nineties and stuff. That's that's like my that's like up there for me. But I, I think my mom and also my mom knew that I wasn't gonna like go out and start like you know, start doing wild shit. Like I was a very um I was a very mild mannered kid. Like mm-hmm. I never like got tr- like I wasn't wild. I was never like cr- like you know like doing like outlandish stuff. So my mom like I think trusted me because she yeah. never like so I think she knew I was mature enough to like watch that stuff that I wouldn't like you know start freaking out and like start doing weird shit. Yeah, but well, I like Daria. to go I to that. I, I love Daria. I, I, re-watch, I, was, I still to this day watch rewatch Daria every once in a while. I'll rewatch the whole steri- series. That shit series was the shit because when I got when I I'm sorry, when I got into high school, like I would see characters from that show, like actually right? like, and I was just like, <laughs> Oh my god. And it's like you you didn't want to like I wanted to kill her sister. Her sister was just so fucking annoying to me. Like Daria was the shit because it was just like you know everyone's like oh are you you're like sad. She goes no this is just how I am and you know when you're an adult trying to figure something out and you're just you don't get excited for shit and you're just I loved it because she was just so fucking cynical. Like she was she was she was. She tried to be an optimist, but at the same time, she was, like, a realist. And I was just... <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, they're like, it's okay. Like, the last episode when she did her speech where it's like, it's okay that if you don't feel like how other people are feeling. If you want to be a realist, be a realist. I'm not, I'm not quoting it, like, word for word, but I'm like, they, I, they don't make shows like that anymore. Everything's just so dumb and stupid. Yeah. And... One of our, who was it? Was it Don? Don got on my ass because, you know, I like the spooky stuff. And he's like, you don't, <laughs> and he got on to me because I don't watch that Sabrina show on Netflix. And I tried, I really tried to get into it because I love the original campy 90s TV show. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like, you know, you know, like that person, you know, your entire life, they're just like super nice and super sweet and, you know, a little bit annoying, but, like, whatever, and then out of nowhere, they start, like, blaring, like, Nine Inch Nails album, and wearing, like, way too much eyeliner, I just read Jimmy Havoc, uh, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. I <laughs> to watch that show, and it's, like, I, there is a comic, like, comic books based on, like, the dark side of Archie comics, which is actually pretty well written, but, like, the TV show is trying so hard to be edgy and they're using like sat- the satanic symbols and all this bullshit where, and you know, and if you piss off the, the people like Satanist, you know, you're doing something not right. And it is just well, like, I don't like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into religious talk, but like, I don't like the way they, it, I don't like the way they portray a lot of that stuff on on people like on that show because it just feels like they really didn't do their research into shit and I'm gonna leave it at that. But yeah. I I miss 
I I fucking miss good TV. Like all the shows, like I, yes. Oh, it is. It was fun. Like, oh my fucking okay. I'll talk about this when we get to Tiger King. But I just found some wild fucking shit. Um. Well, hold on, hold on. We got we got two more things. We got two more things. Um. We have a new Braun Strowman idiot comment of the week. Um, this time it's what? by Ken oh, Shamrock. Oh, oh okay. so, well, no, no, that, Braun Strowman did get chin checked, okay? Because the superstars in the back got wind of what he said, and they kind of they broke it down for him, and they got him together, and they said he was remorseful and he regretted making those statements. But he hasn't come out and apologized on Twitter or anything yet. But, but shout out to the people in the back for yeah. checking him on that. Yeah. I feel like one of them was probably Roman for some reason, even though he yeah. probably has no indie background. But I can picture him being like, like, no, you can't try to knock somebody's hustle. I think wasn't Leo Rush one of the ones? Like I heard, I saw a report that Leo Rush was like one of the guys that kind of like sit down because you need to learn about this. There were several guys who went to Roman and spoke to him, and a lot of them were former indie guys. But Roman um, is the locker room leader, so I would imagine he would have said something if he knew what was said. He would have said something. But there were at least two or three indie guys who were there who came across um, Braun Strowman, and they they was like, hey, we we need to talk to you about something. You need to understand how this works. I really don't know exactly who it was, and I can't always believe what the dirt sheets say. So I assume that it was multiple guys, and I'm pretty sure that it was because most of those guys that are there now come from – the indie scene. So I, I'm just glad somebody said something to him. But really, quite honestly, he should have just been morally wrecked. Like something should have clicked in his mind. Like, hey, maybe this wasn't the time to start talking about how people paying their bills. But well, whatever. Ken Shamrock, good old Kenny Shamrock, put this on Twitter. I'm not sure if it's still there or not, but this was done back on March 25th. And he writes, more people die in car accidents than this virus, but we, but will, on, more people die in car, well, he spells it care, so more people die in care accidents than this virus will, but we don't stop driving. Wow. Yeah. You know his brain is scrambled. That's he's smart. Not, yeah. Like, I don't think all the lights are on like at, ho- at Hotel Shamrock. Like, I think some, some of the power bill didn't get paid, so they shut off, like, half the house. That was just dumb. I was, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm glad. But people got him together real quick, though, and he, like, apologized, but he's still a fucking idiot. That ain't even worth two minutes of conversation, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was just stupid. <laughs> well, so, I'm going to lead in on this. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your girl Tiffany Ian. On behalf of Alexis and Nicole, I'd like to welcome you all back to Down for the Count. So today we are going to review wrestling. After all, we are a wrestling podcast. 
But we're also going to venture into some other TV that we've been watching in these quarantine times. We've all been stuck in the house, and even though it can be difficult for others and easier for some, we all have been pretty much consuming streaming television, whether it be Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or whatever you're watching, you know that we've all been streaming TV as of lately. Well, with that being said, because we've streamed so much TV, there are shows that we desperately wanted to have an outlet to talk about and what better way to do it than in our own podcast so you're going to hear some wrestling news um which some of it is pretty gross just going to tell you right now um so you're going to hear about that and we're going to talk about some of this stuff that we've been watching from tiger king to the great hack to dirty money to even some light-hearted stuff like avatar and legend of Korra, and just really just shoot the shit when it comes to what we've been watching on tv but more importantly we're going to focus on tiger king because it was absolutely crazy and it's still crazy like people are nuts okay but with all that being said i hope you guys enjoy the show thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys in there Thank you so much for sticking it out with us at Down for the Count. So we're just taking a little commercial break to let you guys know that we are on two social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. You can hit us up there with any news that you want us to discuss, any topic that you want us to discuss. We got you. Just send it to us. We are all for people. Well, sometimes sometimes <laughs> anyway so make sure you guys stick with us at down for the count and we're going to continue on with our show <laughs> 